Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is Lainey and welcome to the Lainey Gossip Podcast for Sasha Answers. Hi, Sash. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Um, my mom's in town. This she, is a, you you're know, such this, a mommy's girl, I know. Too. I'm so happy. I'm beaming. <laughs> so the fact that I'm taking an hour away to do this is very upsetting. But um, I had something to ask you and this is whatever. Um, it's kind of weird because you don't wear underwear, but I'm just going to ask you an underwear question. My mom always comes with mountains of underwear for me, which I love. But then I, I don't understand. Like one of the things that… You know, parents bring us, my mother comes over several times a week and brings us soup. Yes. Um, You know, your parents will bring your favorite treats. She does treats. I get like a whole care package. And then underwear is always always there. Underwear, pajamas. How quickly do you go through your underwear? It's just like, I guess I collect underwear. So this is my question is when I look at, lately I've been like, I have underwear from like 20 Maybe even 25 years ago, like I'll pick up a pair of underwear and be like, I know what relationship I was in at that time, <laughs> all those sort of things. And I just don't know if that's gross. Like, is it gross that I'm putting on 25-year-old pair of underwear here and there? Well, what is your underwear rotation? What does like, that mean? Because okay. you don't wear underwear. I don't, can you get down I with don't, this? I, I'm, I'm trying to understand. Okay. So do rotation? you have, for instance, I know because I do the laundry in this house. I know that Yasik has 17 pairs of underwear. Okay. And I do not like to do the laundry or I do not like to wash his underwear until he's down to like the 16th pair. Okay. So I want every pair to be worn before it gets washed. What he does though is he cherry picks his favorite pairs. Yes, I do that too. And then he's like, you know, can you wash the underwear? And I'm like, there's eight pairs left because you've cherry picked your favorites. Why do the eight still sit here? What is the because value of them? the end. That's okay, so then why desperate. do I? Right, exactly. But then he still has a week and one day's worth of underwear that he won't wear in order to for me to do the laundry to wear his favorite. So do I you do the same thing? Sort of. I mean, I go. I have so many pairs of underwear, so I'll I'll like wear like I don't know like twenty pairs before I have to do a whole load of laundry, but yeah. I'm like that too. Like I have, I want the good ones to come back in, in the rotation. Okay. But I just want to know, is it gross? Is it gross? It's that- not gross. I, I, I don't think it's gross okay. at all, but then I just don't understand why you already have your favorites, why you need new underwear. I don't know. I just like new underwear. I go through a lot. I don't do my laundry as often maybe as most people. You and Yasik are very similar, like with our underwear. I mean, he may not have as many pairs of underwear as you, but right. he has, I feel like he has the same underwear habits where, yeah. Like okay. if you think about it, environmentally, it's obviously not as good. Like go through your fucking underwear oh, rotation yeah. before you want, you need your underwear wash. Okay. You're making me feel bad. Great. Green bad. So it I'm sounds a- to me like now I'm imagining your underwear drawer and I feel it's like you overflowing. must have 60 pairs of underwear. So yes. you could go three months without washing your I underwear. Could. Yeah. Right. I could. I just don't want to make sure that I'm not catching any bacteria from like 20 years ago. We're good, right? I'm good. Okay, good. (laughs) Good. I'm clean, guys. I'm clean. (laughs) You're reading today because I just want you to. Fine. 
Um, okay, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Dear Sasha and Lainey, I'm getting married in a year to my best friend. Congratulations. The only problem is that he doesn't understand or want me to keep my surname. I've tried to explain it to him, but he just sits there and shakes his head. Apparently, my reasons aren't good enough for him to have to explain to everyone he meets why I didn't take his name. Perhaps you can help me express myself better. He knew years ago, before he asked me to marry him, that I was not into changing my name. I feel that changing my name decreases the importance of my individual identity and changes my personal definition into his wife. I don't think it's fair that just because I'm expected to change, I should have to. While he's gone through life having no such expectations to change, he is quite traditional and I obviously am not. I feel like he's worried everyone will think less of him, which I think is a dumb reason to change my name. I really don't think it's anyone's business. I'm a professional and although it's not essential to keep my name, I feel like it makes things much easier were I to change locations to be found by clients. Also, I like my name. It's been my name a long time. It's a very uncommon name in Canada and I'm proud of my family. We both have rather plain European names, but I would not be the only one if I changed my name to his. His name is much more common. He can't think of anyone who didn't change their name and feels like it's rude to his family. It also seems like he believes it would make us less of a family if I didn't change. I tried to explain that this is ridiculous, that I would love him or future children any less by having a different name. I am marrying him to be together forever regardless of what my name is. Growing up a child of divorce, I saw many people with different names from their parents. It was okay. I'd have no problem with the kids taking his name. Our names would also be longer than Nugent Hopkins if we hyphenated. That's a hockey player. Oh, okay, good. I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> uh -huh. His name is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Okay. Plays, I believe, for the Edmonton Oilers. All right, show off. Go on. Anyway, please help. Every time a friend or family member asks, it causes an argument. Thanks, L. Okay. okay. Well, well, L, L, you wrote to two women who kept their last name, their maiden names. Um, were, did you have any decisions behind that? Was that a discussion that you had with Yasik? It was barely a discussion. Mm. It was like so not a discussion that I barely remember. I don't remember it. So it was not a thing. Like he, Yasik is not like Elle's husband and who insisted on it or who had a hang up about it. Yeah. He was like, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. I definitely didn't have a discussion with Corey either. I think I, the discussion was I'm not taking your last name. And I know that his family, while they didn't like, they didn't pressure me or anything, they, I think that they would have rather me take his last name. Um, but it's, it's interesting because for me, it was, it was more of um, a cultural thing. Like I didn't, like, it felt like a whitewash if I took Corey's last name because his last name is very white mm -hmm. um, and with Tong like it just it defines who I am like my last name really defines yeah. like Sasha is the Yugoslav part of me and Tong is the Chinese like it really there was no question of ever giving that up yeah um, which speaks to identity yes. which is what Elle is talking about yeah yeah um, I don't know what one would do I mean she's obviously had this conversation they've had this like back and forth and they obviously don't agree I wonder if a happy medium though could be if she changes it uh, with like government, like if her mail and her, mm -hmm. like she fucking files her taxes with his last name, but keeps her her name, like her her last name socially as well as through her work email and all those sort of things. Like that seems like a fair a fair balance, no? I don't feel like she wants to though. I think she's really clear here that she's gone on to 
like she's gone at length in explaining to us, I don't want to do this. I love my name. I yeah, love my name. You can keep your name for everybody else, but just like when your mail comes, who gives a fuck what, the la- what your last name is on your mail? If I'm just saying, if there's, why not strike a compromise? If he's yeah. so, um, if it'll hurt him that much, yeah, then maybe she can sway a little bit in, inwards. Mm. Oh, no, you want her to stay I, in her ground. I, I mean, I see your point about finding a compromise. I definitely do. I'm just not sure why, like, she has to compromise. Like, compromise is two people coming together mm. and each contributing a piece to the compromise. And it's still her only contributing the paperwork piece. Like, I don't know, changing some things on documents. Like, what's he doing? Right. I guess I just don't care. Maybe I don't think about, like, I don't really care. I don't, maybe I don't know much about documents. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I, th- it doesn't, it it's wouldn't matter official. to me. Like, think about it. Like, I don't want my passport to read anything other than Elaine Louie. Yeah. I don't want my, you know, social insurance number. I want all my credit cards, all my things. Like, I want to see my name, name on yeah. it. And I feel like she's been pretty clear about wanting the same thing. So how does she communicate it to him? But that's what I mean. I feel like she's communicated her her stance really clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like she's backing down from it. And they've obviously had multiple conversations about it. Yeah. So I don't know, like, I'm just sort of, yeah, the other option, the other only option seems to be why not just find that, strike that compromise? I, I, mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, yeah. I would be really pissed if Corey made me fucking change my name legally. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to do that, but I'm just wondering if if she's with someone who won't even budge, like isn't… I mean, I guess the Brady Bunch answer to this is to hyphenate both their last names. But she just said she doesn't want to because it's fucking long as fuck. Yeah. So, I mean, that is the ultimate Brady Bunch solution and mm. the happy, happy, like if we were um, writing an after school special, that would, ha- like that's <laughs> what would happen right. at the end of it. Um I feel like, to me, this is, this to me is a, like a, this to me is a no budge situation. Okay. For me, I see it that way. She has been very clear and articulate about why she wants to keep her name. And frankly, I think his reasons at the risk of sounding closed-minded myself Mm -hmm. are bullshit and outdated. And outdated. Mm -hmm. I do not accept his reasoning that what he can't think of anybody who whose wives didn't change their name um then I'm worried about what like what his social circle is because like I can think of only women who didn't change their name right like I'm sitting okay I take take back my answer don't compromise you're right okay you've convinced me because it's true I co-sign with Lainey stand your ground I, I mean, I don't want L. I don't want to sit here and trash your man. That is not my point. But I would like to trash his thinking, if that's okay. If we can make the distinction between he's lovely and loves you and is your best friend, and I am all down with you for that. But I feel like on this issue where his reasoning is about how it's disrespectful to his family, mm-hmm. I'm so... He can disrespect your family? I love that you're starting to, I can see the, <laughs> the anger I tried, now. <laughs> I tried to contain yeah. my anger. Okay, yeah. So accusing Elle of keeping her name and thereby disrespecting his family. So how is it respectful to her family? Never mind her family, to her. 
by saying, hey, that thing you love you so much, your name, I'm taking it from you. Yeah. How is that respect? So I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, the finger's coming out. <laughs> yes. And I definitely don't like that some of this is defined by how other people will think of him. Mm -hmm. Okay. R really? Uh, he's obviously deep, deep. Call like, you I don't want to judge him. I feel like yeah. I'm judging. So, and yeah. I, so, so I, I don't think you should reel it back a little bit. <laughs> Reel it back and just right. stick with what you were saying, which now I agree with, which is, yes, hold firm in not changing your name mm -hmm. and um, hopefully he gets over it, right? I mean, that, yeah. I mean, she came to us to ask if there was another way to explain herself and my rant might be not that productive, so I'm not sure if you should come at him with all these, but if push comes to shove, I don't think that there is anything worth anything more worth defending than your identity and your name. So for me, I think that in those cases, you don't have to be polite. Your justification is I am defending my right to keep my label, which is my name. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that you need to brainstorm 1800 ways to say this. You know, it's my name. I'm fucking keeping it. All like, right. that's it. All right. All right. All right. The end. I get it. We get it. Did you get that, reader? Yes, you did. I don't know if I we helped her, though. I'm sorry, Elle, but we gave her, uh, I mean, I gave her a lukewarm option. Yeah. And you gave her the cold-ass <laughs> truth. All right? So that's good. Okay. Let's uh, move on to yes. maybe something that won't make me as angry. Okay. Um, hi, Sasha and Lainey. I really need your advice, and I apologize for the TMI in advance. My main query is this. Is porn even worth it? Oh, what a way to change my <laughs> mood around. Um, okay, I don't have an issue with porn or think it is wrong or bad, but at times it feels as though it is a bigger hassle to use than it's worth. I was a bit of a late bloomer sexually, and I didn't even figure out how to get myself off until my early 20s a couple of years ago. Since then, I have normally read smut to turn me on and get me to come, but lately I've needed visuals or videos to get me over the edge. Although to be fair, the, vib Although to be fair, the vibrations of the toy may not be strong enough. I used to use a Hitachi prior to using my current rechargeable and quieter toy. Aren't Hitachis barbecues? They make vibrators as well? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. no, I'm thinking I mean, of Hibachi. <laughs> Sorry, go on. of Hibachi. Sorry, go yes. on. I know there's nothing wrong with using porn, but at times it feels like it's more of a hassle than it's worth. Tumblr had been my go-to for porn clips, but since a virus scare on my laptop, I'm hesitant to watch porn to get off. Then the other thing that actually scares me about porn is how you can accidentally stumble across some pretty scary stuff quickly if you aren't careful. Totally. I mean, yeah. Like, all of a sudden, you know, you're looking for nice romance, and then a bear comes out and starts fucking everybody. Like, it's oh, okay. fucking weird. Okay. Um, anyway, sorry for the... <laughs> Because I'm just saying this because you, Sasha, I know are not, I, this is going to, I'm listening yeah. to you and I'm like, radio silence, radio silence, like I have nothing to offer. So keep <laughs> on going. Okay. Anyway, um, it can be difficult at times to tell whether sex acts are done to a person with consent at times. And that's true. And that really scares me. To be honest, I would like to be able to go back to being able to come to written smut because at least it's virus three or vi virus free and lets me have a clear conscience without getting, while getting off. Do you have any tips or advice to help give a girl some peace of mind regarding porn? Thank you. Ecam. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, okay. I have fucking let you hold this torch <laughs> and run with it. I mean, for me, I will just say this. Um, I don't watch porn. Um, I'm sure you will tell me all the certain links that I should go yep. to. And, but I will say the reason why I don't is from that last bit of her um, letter, which is talking about the consent. I would have a hard time watching porn because I really don't know if these 16-year-old girls mm-hmm. or however they are are cool with it. Right. If I knew if they did like a little promo right before the, the video and they're like, you know what, A+, plus, I'm really happy, I'm digging yeah. this, like – then I would maybe feel okay, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like it's a safe environment for mm-hmm. a lot of these women. Um, and that's troublesome for me. I can't get off on someone when I want to cry for them. Right. But you tell me, you 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 go on. Well, no, I mean, it's a great question and porn is definitely controversial. I have been definitely supportive of like porny books and porny videos, Um I but, didn't know what porny books are. Porny books like like what's trashy it novels. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, like what's it called? What um what like Fifty them? Shades of like Grey? Fifty Shades of Grey. That's a really bad one. But there are but, like yes, but okay. yes, there are really um there are some really good ones that are like you know a great use of English language, but also you know like dirty. Oh, dirty. Okay, like, yeah, your pussy's so wet. Yes, like that kind of dialogue. And I've got no more than 50 Yasik. He had to clean up my iPad last week because I just changed iPads. And so when and you're so, reading at night, are you like, mm, neat, neat, and then you put down your little book I and usually, then you're like, hello, Yasik. I usually read like on nights when he might be downstairs watching a game or playing like video games okay. and I'm upstairs and then I'll be like, oh, well, let me just read my favorite passage, right. whatever. Uh, mostly um, it started because I was on the road a lot before – I moved to Toronto. I was on the road every two weeks mm. and I'd be in hotels and I'd be fucking horny and I'd be like, okay, let me just download like this jerk off book. And, right. You know, the book I can, I think I can get behind yeah. the book. But I do understand why people have discomfort about porn for all the reasons that you just said, you know, and also um, some of the way that it's portrayed is very male centric and it, yeah. you know, it certainly doesn't service a pro female feminist angle. That said, it doesn't mean that all porn is bad. And in my experience, I've been lucky. I've been able to find porn and have it suggested to me where it's enjoyable to me and I don't have any philosophical, moral qualms about it. Qualms about it. Um, Do you want – because you said a few podcasts ago you have a new favorite. Well, I have a new favorite scene. Uh, Like it's – to me, it's the – you know, a porn – movie might be like 80 minutes or an hour or whatever. But no, I don't really, I've never watched a full You haven't watched the whole story arc. No. You just watch a scene. No, you just watch a hookup. Okay. Which is anywhere from five minutes to 20 minutes or whatever. And pretty much by like the three minute mark, you're done. Right. And like, yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to watch Game of Thrones. Like, whatever. You know what I mean? Totally. A little intermission with your... <laughs> yes. 
Can yeah. I ask a quick question about because that was another thing that our reader brought up, which is I would always probably be really fearful too that like someone was tracking me. And I guess that's what she's talking – well, not really, but she talks about the pop-ups being like, well, as you said, something like a bear coming th- – look, yeah. I don't know what the fuck any <laughs> – Yeah, the pop-ups are hideous and awful. So it's about, you know, going to a link that you trust mm-hmm. or purchasing, um, you know, purchasing – like, I think Yasik and I bought many, many years ago – I wonder if we still have it – like a couple on VHS – <laughs> yes, like we porn. went to a store, an mm-hmm. adult store, and um, it was on VHS. And I can't remember if when we moved, we I remember clearing it out, and then I remember him like laughing about it. And then I think we made a joke about because other people were helping us move, and wouldn't it be funny if like people are helping you move right, and then right, they like right, find right. the porn, the VHS <laughs> porn? Um, but I this is a really interesting, you know, to me, I'm really glad that we're talking about this because, um, number one, yes, some porn out there is so disturbing and so antithetical to the themes of what we try and uphold on this podcast and on the blog. And I get that. And how do you sift through all that bullshit? But also I do find that one of the ways we can enjoy porn in a safe way and in a way that doesn't make us feel dirty is that women need to start talking about it more. Mm-hmm. Women who enjoy porn, and there are many of us. Um, I'm not the only one. Oh, I know that. I have yeah. friends who it's like it comes up. Like um, there's a site called YouPorn. Sometimes it's like it can be sketchy with the pop-ups, but there's a site called YouPorn. And I remember I was talking to my friend D, and D just kind of I don't know, made a throwaway comment, comment about how she and her friend Elle were porning one night while her husband, Dee's husband, was out. And I was mm-hmm. like, you porn too? <laughs> and it was right. like a thing. We were like, yeah. And so there's definitely women out there. It's just that um, for whatever reason, we're either shy to share. Like you would never be shy to share lipstick or your skincare or totally. where to get the great muffins or, you know, your dairy vegan food. Yes. Yeah, dairy free yeah. food. but. Why is it that we can't um, sexually recommend things that make you feel good? That's right. Yeah. Okay. And I think that this is, that's why I'm so happy that we're having these conversations. So, and that's why I feel like I'm so open about enjoying it because I also want to normalize it. It's okay for us to enjoy porn that makes us feel good and doesn't make us feel bad about the state of women and whatnot. So I do think ever anyone listening out there, if you do enjoy porn, hey, spread it to your sisters. We'll spread it to us so that we can pass yeah. it on. Maybe we'll have, um, maybe at the end of the week or something, we'll post a, a little post yeah. of links that are safe and yeah. n- no bear pop-ups. So to Ecam, I would say, you know, I, Lainey, Gossip, Louie, um, of, you know, in 2016, being 42 years of age, consider porn to be a very um, enjoyable form of sexual expression for me. So if this is something you are interested in, I fully support you. Happy to throw up a couple of links um, or email you privately, maybe, Mm -hmm. um, a couple of links. Yes. Um, um, I will give you my porn criteria. There's Um, criteria. I do. Yes, I have porn criteria, which I've said many times that I want to articulate it and get it out again now. I really need it to be on good film. And I need it to be great lighting. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like my real life. Yes. Um, 
However, I know that there are people who enjoy, and this may be a way to address that issue that you had about consent and like the business and how women are being lured into the business because there's a big market for amateur porn where regular people yes. who don't oh, look like models, yeah. you know, who are in their 30s, their 40s, their 50s, are 60s, you know, recording themselves and then submitting it to these, um, you know, um, good porn, not nasty porn, not um, exploitative porn sites, and other people are enjoying it. Okay, gotcha. So, but for me, you like a great I don't DLP. like the amateur yep. deal. Like, I need it to be well produced. Well produced. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, I, the ones that I always recommend to people, and I have done, like, I've recommended it to people at work, and I've recommended it to friends, and I've recommended it to people at smut soirees. Mm. I've even shown it to people at a smut soiree. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> texted them the link. The ones that I always recommend to me are the things that get me off. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this is great lighting. I generally like, you know. Do you need a storyline? No, because you watch scenes. I need them to be, I need there to be a lot of kissing. Okay. And I need there to be a lot of uh, cunnilingus. Okay. You need it to feel like a real relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I need to see like that. I need some, like I need a lot of shots of the dude's face. Like I want to see that he's fucking getting off too. You know what I mean? You know how I feel about get off face. I know. Okay, I don't want to see that. Like if I'm picturing shit, like I need to picture that the guy is like enjoying it and he's like into it. angry. Okay. Um, (laughs) Doesn't look angry. Sometimes like, No, they don't smile. They're like, they're not smiling. Like there's veins and fucking gross red face. just like moaning. That's yeah. hot. All right. To me. Okay. So I need some of that. Um, and I definitely, you know, it can't be fucking like pounding just all the time. It has to be like different speeds. Okay. You know, we can okay. a, a variety of speeds. Jacking, jackhammering sometimes, but then but you know, melodic okay. and smooth is is good as well. So I yeah. Um, so those are the ones that I recommend. Okay. Well, I I think maybe just for readers who are sheepish or whatever, maybe just post like maybe a nice link and a nice book so that people can have a little starter package for their porn. And generally the couples that I do like to watch are actual couples. Like there was this guy who I wrote about for Flair, um, and I wrote about on the blog who was only doing it with his wife at the time. Was that the guy who you Jared tweeted? Jared Gray. Yeah, oh, my did, God. He tweeted he tweet me. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lost Jared your mind. Jared Gray. And he and his, um, and his partner um, recorded, like, they, sh- they were exclusive to each other. So then, you know, you remove okay. the, like, yes. ick factor. That said, there are many porn stars who are married to each other, and they're just down with, like, like um, Danny Mountain and Mia Malkova. I, mean, I, I love that you know I know his name. But Danny Mountain and Mia Malkova um, are married to each other, and but porn with other people, and that is like their deal, right? Um, I mean, I haven't delved into their business like I do Ben Affleck and Jeff. Well, that's Regarner, what I was going to ask you. You should do like a sublaney <laughs> gossip for porn stars. You s- <laughs> seem so, to know a lot. So there okay. are those. So when you know, so they're married, but their day jobs are they go to and fuck, fuck other people, people, and it seems to work for them. And then um, there was this couple, like Yasik and I, are like favorite go to. At one time, um, there was this porn star, her name is Tiffany Thompson, and she was either only doing, like, the only dudes that she was doing it with 
were was her boyfriend. Right. So there are situations, and there are two or three other couples like this that only porn with each other, and they're exclusive to each other. So, okay, so that, that might be that's a suggestion too. Okay, good. All right. Well, hopefully that helps. Yeah. Hopefully that helps, and please ask us more about porn. Um, Okay, final question. Hi, Sasha. The guy I like, A, and I have been hanging out for the past six to eight weeks on average about once, maybe twice in a week. A is great. He is fun, sexy, nice, goofy, all qualities I find attractive in a guy. I haven't dated anyone for several years, and it is refreshing to find someone I can truly be myself with. The problem, A, let's call him Alex, because... A is, okay, the problem, Alex lives a very busy life, and at the moment, I do not. Alex works nine to five, which is usually more like eight to six at a demanding job in the financial district of downtown Toronto. He's also part of several sports teams and has an active social life. I have an active social life and keep myself busy, but I'm just working part-time for now until I start back up in school in the fall. I don't like feeling needy or clingy, as I've always thought it's important to be happy with oneself before anyone else. But I can't help but feel batshit insane some days waiting around to see if Alex will message me to meet up. I would like to see him more often, every other day or four to five times a week. It seems like sometimes I'm lucky to just see him once a week. I think he's interested in me as he does message me, even if it's just to tell me he's busy for the next little while and feel like if he didn't want to hang out with me, he wouldn't put this much effort into telling me how busy he was. But a part of me also wonders if I'm his convenient fuck buddy when he wants it and can spare the time. When we're together, it's almost always food, sex, Netflix, or sex, food, walk, or something of the sort. I'm confused. I want to spend more time with Alex to see if this is somewhere, some potential to go somewhere, but I don't know how to bring this up without making him feel pressured that I want him to commit to something more than he is ready for. I'm 26, he's 40, so I also worry that this is my angsty 20-something insecurity combined with the fact that I have too much free time on my hands. Should I just chill the fuck out or should I face the music and realize he wants to see me when he wants a fuck and a, ha- and a hangout sesh? My crazy self is telling me to hint to him that I might have other options to see and see if that drives him to commit. And my sane self is telling me to be honest with him tell him that I like spending time with him and want to spend more time with him. Surely this cannot turn into a relationship if we continue to see each other at best once a week, right? Signed, bored and angsty. Well, I don't think bored and angsty is being crazy. I think she's actually um, wanting a relationship to progress. And I think the only way you figure that out is if you ask for it. Um, And they've obviously been dating for I don't know. Did she say how long she's been Six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Okay, maybe. Once a week. So they've seen each once other a week's once, pr- maybe twice. When you start dating someone, yeah. you kind of want to see them more than once a week. If you really have chemistry, you want to see them like almost every night. Um, and that's obviously on her side of things. That's how she feels. Um, and so he, whether or not she's just like, like a punching bag for fucking, I don't know. But it doesn't sound like he's ready to commit. But the only way you'll know is if you fucking ask. And so you kind of have to, um, yeah, I think you have to just be truthful and say to him, like, I want, I don't need any hardcore commitment, but I would like to hang out more. Yeah. I agree with your assessment of the evidence that we have. Mm -hmm. You know, once a week, every six to eight weeks without picking up the frequency seems… Like it's not going anywhere. Correct. It seems like it's plateauing. Yes. Um. She did say that he's a super busy job. Like he sounds like he's like, you know, 
definitely eight to six. And then he's either like he plays on sports teams. So let's say that he plays baseball once a week, basketball once a week, and he loves his basketball and whatever. Um, I'm 40, Mm -hmm. 26 and 40. So she's 26 and Alex is 40 years old. Um, I'm wondering too, like, is Alex 40 and has never been married, never had kids? Like, is there a reason why he's been single for so long? He clearly loves his life. Yeah. He sounds like he has a great life. He sounds like he's figured out exactly what makes him happy in his life. He's got a great great job and he's got a social life. He's physically fit, sounds like. And a hot 26-year-old he gets to bring. So why would things need to change for him? If I'm if I'm Alex, right? I'm like, oh, life is fucking good. Life is fucking good. It's summertime. I'm playing. I've got baseball twice a week. I've got you know. But if it's Alex is that type of dude, then that's why our reader should fucking jump ship because she obviously wants more. She doesn't want an Alex who just wants a busy life and to play volleyball. Uh, well, I and that's you're right. Are great like, for Alex, not great for our reader. Angst, yeah, bored <laughs> and angsty wants more and. Um, I totally agree with what you said about, you know, when you're really, really into someone, like you can't, like, it's almost an addiction that you want to see them, especially at that beginning stage. Right. So yeah, if it hasn't picked up by now, that's a bit of a worry, but I mean, I would still, I I would still, but it's still a question mark. It is a worry. So like, I want to confirm for her that her confusion is valid. And maybe she should see what her behaviors be like. Has she been playing it cool? Like, is she trying to play it? cool that it's almost too cool that he doesn't know that she might want to spend more time yeah. Do you know what I mean like that could be a, a thing as well yeah um so yeah I just go back to that advice which is just fucking ask for it yeah like he'll let you know bring it up he'll um, either fade you out or fade you in I think that yeah you you have to assert that I think you're totally I I loved your point just now about sometimes because she was like I don't want to come off as clingy and sometimes not wanting to come off as clingy can result in coming off as like unattainable cool for school. Yeah. yeah. So that's a really good point there too. Maybe he's wondering the same thing. Yeah. Or maybe he's not. <laughs> or maybe he's not. <laughs> maybe Alex, as we said, is fucking 40 playing volleyball. But you do have to put, put it on the table, yeah. Martin Angsty. I, you know, and I mean, I don't think that you, it, you don't have to do it in a way that sounds like you know, can you get married to me or whatever? She's like, hey, I, you know, you're like, you know, put it let's out hang there. out more. Yeah. yeah. Or you message him like, hey, how about if you've just seen him on Tuesday, it's okay to message him on Wednesday and be like, what are you doing for dinner this tomorrow? Week or this weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe do it that way first instead of like actually having the conversation, feel it out by actually asking to spend more time in the sense and doing it. Right. Asking him out on dates. More okay, often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hey, like that. Or, baby step into that. Or how, and yeah, or and then baby step into that and then be like, hey, um, do you want to go away together this weekend? Like in a month or so. Yes. And feel Build. that out, right? That right. might be a good test okay, of yeah, it. I'm down with that. Maybe a weekend together and uh, like an a hour week, outside. Yeah. And eight weeks. You would want a weekend. Yeah. That's not, that's not a bold move. A trip away, an hour away. Sure. But they need to build a, a few more sure. hangs during the week yeah. and then step it up. Yeah. Keep on and stepping it up. test it out on that weekend and see how he reacts to that. I need a part two for this though. Yeah. Okay. So you, meaning should we want an update. Yeah. We want an update because yeah. I want to see what happens when she gradually progresses from Tuesday and Thursday. Yes. And then maybe two 
weeks of Tuesday and Thursday or Monday and Wednesday or whatever, and then try the weekend trip. So uh, bored and angsty, let us know about how this goes. Also, you're 26 years old and don't start school again in the fall until the fall. So uh, enjoy your summer for us. <laughs> yeah, if Alex doesn't work out, there are plenty of men out there. Um, that was great. Okay. okay. We've covered off underwear, porn. porn. I got to yell at somebody this yes. week. Did I, you? Who? Oh, the first. You yelled at someone's husband. You well, know, I just had a fiance. What? His, they aren't married yet. No, no. Uh, oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Her fiance. Yeah. Sorry. All in all, a great, I don't know, I, you're happy with this one. Okay, good. So keep the questions coming to me at Sasha at LadyGossip.com. And thanks for uh, subscribing to us on iTunes. Please continue and to leave comments and reviews. We really appreciate it. We love doing this podcast and we are so happy about the feedback you're giving us. So um, your comments really help drive this show. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.